Hi, this is David Sweet, CEO and founder of Focus Core Japan. And if you were like many of the APAC leaders that I speak to, you're struggling in Japan to find the right talent. You get bombarded with irrelevant resumes or a lack of resumes altogether. I would like to invite you to discover the power of Focus Core's retained search. Let Focus Core help you swiftly secure top tier talent in this candidate short market. I'd like to invite you to shoot me an email and explore how we're different. And with a 100% refundable trial, we can revolutionize your hiring process today. Now, on to our podcast. Welcome to the Focus Core Podcast. My name is David Sweet, founder and CEO of Focus Core. And first, I would like to take a moment just to thank the individuals in Japan, APAC, and globally who have supported the Focus Core Podcast. I would have never imagined that we would have reached so many people.、Um, When we started this up. So, thank you. If you would, please take a moment to rate our podcast wherever you do listen.、Uh, we would appreciate that as it helps algorithms and AI and all the other IT stuff in the world push our content out and, and help reach more individuals that are interested in leadership within Japan. Commercial over to now. I'd like to talk about hiring HR directors in Japan.、Um, I've s p o k e with several APAC leaders who have struggled to find HR directors in Japan and finding that talent that can help a company within Japan grow. And succeed is, is vital.、Uh, the HR director position within Japan is one that has to difficult difficult role of liaising with APAC, liaising globally, as well as setting the strategic direction within Japan and helping to balance the, the global needs with the local needs. And it's just a very Challenging position because Japan is a unique market with its own cultural norms, its own values and customs. And for a company looking to hire an HR director in Japan, it's imperative to find someone who understands the local landscape. And by doing that, it can be a real game changer. My background is in HR. I studied HR and, and leadership development.、Uh, I worked for a decade doing labor relations and employee development for the US government、uh, before entering executive search 25 years ago. So I've seen globally a lot of what is successful in HR and What has been unsuccessful in HR and specifically around 
recruitment in Japan, I think there are certain things that need to be realized when someone is looking to hire within Japan this, this important position. It's first, I think it's important that someone outside of Japan looking to hire within Japan an HR professional to realize that HR traditionally has been viewed as a strategic business partner and someone that really is looking is looked to as the leader to align the company's values and the business objectives while maintaining compliance within local labor laws. And we'll, we'll talk a lot about local labor laws because it's, it's just so important. And out of all the countries in the world, Japan is one of the few where labor laws fall into the constitution. And so it is looked at as a very serious matter for an individual to enter into that speciality. The first is just working, a person working their way up through administration. Someone that might have been an office manager or secretary for a company, and as the company grew, that person took on more and more responsibilities, dealing with payroll, dealing with hiring, onboarding, uh, social insurance, and the like. And so as this person grew professionally, they wanted to become uh, more HR professionals and they grow into bigger companies. And a lot of this learning was done on the job. So that's one route that an HR professional takes. The second very traditional route is that in Japanese companies with job rotation, a person who would be taking on different jobs within an organization eventually ends up in HR. And HR works very closely with the corporate office. And the corporate office is taking care of the strategy and the administration for a company. And it's different than companies in, in America or the U.S. where a lot of this is much more uh, siloed. The corporate office is really taking on the executive office's administration for the organization and then the CEO in Japan just signs off on things. So the HR function was basically someone who knew the organization very well and was able to administrate HR needs and then bring in expertise when needed. So it's, it's important to remember that when someone's hiring HR in Japan, um, generally people will have come from one of those two ways or backgrounds. Um, so some things to keep in mind when hiring in Japan. I think first the easy one is language. And yes, English is widely spoken in Japan and oftentimes HR professionals are very good at communicating in English. 
Um, you need to consider, do you need someone that is a native English speaker or a native Japanese speakers? Uh, for someone that is dealing with HQ or APAC, they need to have great English, someone that can negotiate for the company. So in so that case, you might need someone who is a native English speaker. Alternatively, if someone is working very closely with local employees, vendors, regulators, then native level Japanese is highly recommended with a, a high level of English. Another crucial factor, I think, is a cultural distinction within Japan. So someone who is Japanese in HR will be much more familiar with local customs, with norms, with cultural values, hierarchy, uh, understanding of how authority works in Japan. And these HR directors are able to adapt culturally and manage people easier than if someone is a foreigner. And that's not always, that's not either good nor bad, it's just that's the way it is. So you need to evaluate if you're hiring an HR director in Japan whether that's important or not. I feel that both language and culture are important for, but when labor issues or unions are involved, I tend to recommend that you hire someone that's Japanese. Um, if with labor issues and unions, someone who understands the culturally, culture instinctively, who has native Japanese understanding, a Japanese face, just helps everybody understand what's going on and smooths out communications for negotiations or for pushing forward any strategic drives that need to be done. However, if a company in Japan is needing to drive change and to work and implement strategy that is being created outside Japan from APAC or globally, then a foreigner might be a better fit because of the global understanding, because of the ability to push forward agendas quicker and easier, and oftentimes more strategically. Um, another thing that I oftentimes recommend for uh, APAC leaders hiring HR professionals in Japan is to consider uh, experience and education. Still, there's not a great HR education within Japan compared to Australia, Europe, and the US. I think we're still very far behind. Um, however, I, I think that someone who goes to a great university tends to be viewed internally within Japan as um, with much more respect. And there's a local value for that. Also, age is going to be an important part of that as well. So someone who's older will tend to have a bit more respect as well. 
There are certifications to, to take a look at within Japan. Um, the most important is someone certified in social insurance and labor consultancy. So that in, in Japanese, the Shakai Hoken Rodoshi is uh, very important for knowledge of Japanese labor law. It's not necessarily necessary for your HR director to have that. Often, that's a consultant that can be hired externally. Um, but these people just, they know labor and social insurance, and it's very helpful to have if you can. Um, there are some other certifications like certification in HR management, uh, the CHRMP. Um, there's a Japanese equivalent, the Japan Human Resource Management Association, and they do offer certification. There's also certified labor and social security attorneys. Um, you don't see many of those. They tend to gravitate more towards consultancy or legal. Um, and then also the CPP or certified payroll professionals. Um, and it's nice if you are looking for your payroll partner that you, you see that CPP. Most of those certifications, your HR director won't have. They will um, hire that externally as a consultant. So a lot of um, HR directors when, that I worked with in the U.S., for example, were certified by SHRM, and you just don't see that often within Japan. So when a director... Uh, from the U.S. is trying to hire in Japan, and they ask me, you know, what kind of certification or are they SHRM certified? It just doesn't happen. So to kind of simplify it, I think there's four things that I would look for if I'm hiring uh, a candidate within the Japan HR market. So I, I hope this would help simplify that. The first thing that I would talk to an HR director about is their knowledge of Japanese labor law. Um, I think that if someone is running your company and it's a global company locally, they need to understand Japanese labor law. doesn't need necessarily mean they're a specialist, but they need to understand deeply Japanese labor law and the importance and how to find solutions for your company because your company will find all kinds of variables that happen all the time. Uh, second, I think you need to question uh, um, a candidate around their ability to foster positive employee relations. HR, again, human resources is about dealing with people and maintaining good relationships with employees um, across the organization. So you want to hear when you're interviewing someone that they've done that in the past. And you want to hear things about initiatives such as employee engagement programs, training and development opportunities, or having worked around uh, compensation and benefits. Those would be the things that I'd be listening to. Third, um, and very similar to what you'd look for outside of Japan, but similar in Japan, is experience with recruitment and retention. Japan is uber difficult to attract and retain top talent. Hands down, one of the most difficult markets globally. So your HR director 
needs to know how to attract and retain top talent. And if they need to have an experience around recruitment, retention, and have shown in their CV that they've been able to do that over a long term, putting in strategies that retain people long term. And the last one, I think, is kind of the most challenging, but it's networking and relationship building. And that sounds like it should be pretty simple for someone in HR. But what I find in HR is that many professionals in Japan are very strong on the skills and understanding of HR, but sometimes have failed to network and build relationships outside an organization as well as inside. So if I'm looking for an HR director, I would strongly encourage someone who's established a network with other professionals in the industry and that can help your organization, that can help with talent acquisition, that can help with consultancy, and that might help with other technical skills that your HR team may not have. So those would be the four things that I would really start to dive deep into when recruiting for an HR director. So those four, again, labor laws, fostering strong employee relationships, experience in recruitment and retention, and networking and relationship building. I think we've covered a a lot of things within this podcast about hiring HR leaders in Japan. And I have to say that it is different within Japan and hiring HR within Japan is different than anywhere else in the world because of language, because of culture, because of um, the customs around HR legally and traditionally. And you need to make sure that the person you're bringing on board understands that as well as has understanding of what's going on within your organization globally and regionally. And it can be a a real challenge. So take your time and really evaluate people looking across uh, a wide spectrum, throwing your net across uh, a wide range of people when you're recruiting for these people. I hope this has been beneficial for you for recruiting uh, HR directors within Japan. Of course, if you need more information about recruiting HR directors, um, please let me know. Uh, We specialize strongly in in HR directors and other C-suite recruitment, specifically around country managers, CFOs, supply chain directors, marketing directors, and of course, HR directors. Thank you so much again for supporting the podcast. And if you need any assistance, please feel free to reach out directly. Uh, My contact details will be in the show notes, or you can reach out on LinkedIn. Thank you very much.